If you are looking for holistic wisdom and a plan to reclaim your fertility to help you create a healthy family for generations to come, you're in the right place. This is Fertile Minds Radio. Good morning. All right. I'm going to mute you back. I'm going to keep everybody muted unless you want to say something or raise hands. So if anybody wasn't here yesterday and you want to join and I ask you to join with video, great. If you don't want to be on video, totally fine too. Um, And then if you have questions, certainly you can type them in the chat box down at the bottom and I'll answer those at the end. Or there's also the classroom area where you can um, put your comments or your questions. And I would really encourage you to do that because oftentimes, you know, we think that we've had this experience and we wonder if it's normal or if somebody else has had it too. And so just having that discussion can be helpful too. So I hope yesterday was a beautiful start to your day with meditation and that today is going to be more of the same. We are actually going to work on really amplifying our awareness and our consciousness. And I just wanted to thank you all for taking the time to do this. And I know that, you know, a lot of us have more time than usual, but still your time is the most valuable asset that you have. And by committing to yourself and committing to this practice, you really are shaping the rest of the trajectory of the rest of your day. And, and really you're shaping the environment too, of all those that you share space with. So I I do feel like more than ever, this is really important work. And I just want to thank you for that, for showing up and answering the call and and honor you for that. Cause I know sometimes when we have these practices, no one is saying like, Hey, good job. (laughs) way to like not lose your shit today because you meditate. <laughs> and I think that it's sometimes important to be recognized um, by others that are in the same boat as you. Um, today's concept is a little bit different than what I had planned. It actually kind of came down and through and I was like, oh no, this is what we're talking about today. This is spot on. Um, and it's the idea of a conscious conception. And so if you follow my work or if you've worked with me one-on-one or even on the podcast, you may have heard me allude to this. And so I'm going to just kind of briefly tell you what my um, definition of a conscious conception is, because I think it's really important to understand why I place so much emphasis on the mindfulness aspect of holistic fertility. Um, So a conscious conception includes the physical aspects of preconception care, um, but it adds a, a dimension of spiritual preparation. It engages the feminine principle or the divine feminine or that which we receive, and it preposes a spiritual realm from which the baby's soul or karma or being, however you want to phrase it, can be evoked from to this earth side, to this physical place where I mentioned yesterday, you know, human beings are this divine pivot of heaven and earth, right? We, we have this human body that houses our spirit or our shen from Chinese medicine. And the cool thing about conscious conceptions is that this spiritual dimension can be modified to really fit the beliefs of any couple. So even if you've got one that is uh, Jewish and another that's agnostic, or you've got you know Judeo-Christian beliefs or 
Catholicism, there's, it, you can blend it because it is, it is spiritual, right? It's the spiritual realm. And I do think that even if you're agnostic, sometimes they're, um, it's confused, but there can be this realm of which we can't see, but we know that there's a bigger purpose and something bigger than us. And that's what we are connecting to in a conscious connect conception. Um, it also spiritualizes the sexuality and the conception and the pregnancy and the birth as well. And this allows for greater purpose and it can relieve some of the burden um, that we have when we are quote unquote trying to have a baby. And it relieves the burden because what it does is it allows us to ritualize something. It allows us to give form to the process. And it also allows us to then accept what is happening in our physical human realm, but then release it and hand it over to something bigger, right? So it's this kind of gentle marriage between the physical realm and the spiritual realm. So again, just a different way of looking at being a human being of uh, being that divine pivot between heaven and earth, which is what we are this kind of mysterious mixture of, right? So I find that when we invoke this part into our um, fertility journeys or even our pregnancies or our birth journeys, this specifically really birth, it takes the stress off. It allows you to just accept what is happening and to, it gives you permission to find the the growth in it really to, to find what am I supposed to learn out of this difficult nature that I am experiencing. So instead of just thinking that your reality is the end all be all, or like your thoughts about the reality, the circumstance um, are what's happening. It's something much bigger than that because your fertility challenges are just a circumstance they don't feel like a circumstance to you because of what you think about it, right? And so that that constant chatter that we're having, right? And you may notice when you meditate, you still have that constant chatter, right? Like that voice still wants to weigh in. It wants to tell you like, you don't look right on camera or you're not sitting straight or you can't even breathe, right? Because you've got like what sounds like a booger coming out during Ujjayi breath, right? Like it goes and goes and goes. And you'll notice that that voice actually flips back and forth. It doesn't really care. It doesn't take a side. And in fact, it's oftentimes in contradiction with itself. It is just looking for a place to rest. It is looking for a comfortable place, which is why when we can just observe it and witness it rather than buy into it or engage it or go down the rabbit hole with it, we become, we come into this place of our own consciousness. We come into the seat of who we really are because who we really are is we are not the labels. We are not the wife, the partner, the acupuncturist. We are the person that just is viewing. We are the witness. That is who we really, really are. So today what we're going to do is we're going to take the charge of fertility out of it right? Because as soon as I say those words, <laughs> as soon as I, the mind wants to go, it gra it likes language, it grabs on and it wants to think about it. And it wants to solve this freaking problem that you're having. And meditation is the, is the practice of putting our awareness where we want it to be, right? It's the practice of 
guiding it. So you ha- you will have the thoughts in the meditation. And when you become aware that you're having the thoughts, we guide our awareness back to whatever our focal point is. Sometimes that's a mantra. Um, yesterday, it was the breath. Today, it's actually going to be the physical body because we, I want you to drop, I want you to practice being as human as possible, which is our physical body, right? And just what we're going to practice being aware and accepting of our physical body and whatever place, shape, whatever it's in, we're just going to practice witnessing it. And we're going to practice sitting back from in our place of consciousness and observing. And then my hope is, is that the more that you do this, you can just take this into your day. So I'm going to, I hope that that made sense, but I'm going to read you something because this book pretty much like fell off the shelf yesterday. And this is part of why I was like, oh no, we're totally going to change up what I was going to do because uh, Michael Singer explains this so much more succinctly (laughs) than I can. Um, If you've never read this book, The Untethered Soul, um, it's a great book. It is less than 200 pages. Um, Deepak Chopra, one of my teachers, he describes it as read this book carefully and you will get more than a glimpse of eternity. And part of that is because the very complex subject of consciousness, it has not been dumbed down. It, he has, he's flushed it out into a way that is so easy to understand. So I'm just going to read you a couple paragraphs to kind of give you an idea of the purpose behind this exercise, because the exercise we're going to do today has been around since the eighties. People go, Oh yeah, it's, it's, it's similar to just like releasing body parts and working with physical tension, but that it's not the physical, the physical body becomes the place we are placing our awareness, but it's really an awarefulness exercise so that we can sit in our seat of consciousness. So he says on page 28, consciousness is the highest word you will ever utter. There is nothing higher or deeper than consciousness. Consciousness is pure awareness. But what is awareness? Let's try an experiment. Let's say that you are in a room looking at a group of people and a piano. Now make believe the piano ceases to exist in your world. Would you have a major problem with that? You say, no, I don't think so. I'm not attached to pianos. Okay, then make believe that the people in the room cease to exist. Are you still okay? Can you handle it? You say, sure, I like being alone. (laughs) Now make believe your awareness doesn't exist. Just turn it off. How are you doing now? What would it be like if your awareness didn't exist? It's actually pretty simple. You wouldn't be here. There would be no sense of me. There wouldn't be anyone in there to say, Wow, I used to be in here, but now I'm not. There would no longer be an awareness of being. And without awareness of being or consciousness, there is nothing. Are there objects? Who knows? If no one is aware of the objects, their existence or non-existence becomes completely irrelevant. It doesn't matter how many things are in front of you. If you turn off the consciousness, there is nothing. If you are the consciousness, however, there can be nothing in front of you, but you are fully aware that there is nothing. It's really not that complicated and it's very enlightening. So now if I ask you the ultimate spiritual question, who are you? You answer, I am the one who sees from back in here somewhere. I look out. I am aware of the events, thoughts, and emotions that pass before me. If you go very deep, That is where you live. You live in the seat of consciousness. A true spiritual being lives there. 
without effort and without intent. Just as you effortlessly look outside and see all that you see, you will eventually sit far enough back inside to see all of your thoughts and emotions as well as outer form. All of these objects are in front of you. The thoughts are closer in, the emotions are a little further away, and the form is way out there. Behind it all, there you are. You go so deep that you realize that's where you've always been. At each stage of your life, you have different thoughts, emotions, and objects pass before you, but you've always been the conscious receiver of all that was. Now that you are in the center of your consciousness, you are behind everything just watching. That is your true home. Take everything else away and you're still there, aware that everything is gone, but take the center of your awareness away and there is nothing. That center is the seat of self. From that seat, you are aware that there are thoughts, emotions, and a world coming in through your senses. But now you are aware that you are aware. That is the seat of the Buddhist self, the Hindu Atman, the Judeo-Christian soul. The great mysteries begin once you take the seat deep within. So that's what we're going to do today. We're going to practice sitting in that place of deep awareness. And I want you to try your best without judgment to go through the rest of your day just witnessing, just observing your thoughts, your emotions that come up from those thoughts, the people around you, your physical environment, because your physical environment is, you know, the first part of the physical realm. And then your body is the second part, right? And this is like when we come closer in, but now more than ever in our physical realm, we're wanting to check out, right? We're like uncomfortable with just this monotony of what is. And even though there's nothing particularly stressing maybe in our physical or environment, or maybe there is, maybe somebody's stressing you out, we want to check out. We want to eat cookies. We want to maybe have a glass of wine. We want to buffer, right? We, we want to be anywhere but here. And the same is true on your physical or your fertility journey. Wanting to be anywhere except where you are is what creates the suffering. And the more we practice checking out, the better we become at it. The more we practice checking in, the better we become at it. So let's check in, okay? Take a nice deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. Let your eyelids float closed. And just become aware of the room that you're in. Become aware of the sounds. Become aware of the physical sensations on your skin. Become aware of your physical body. Are you comfortable? Do you need to adjust? And then bring that awareness or that consciousness, that part of you that's listening to my voice. And I want you to imagine drawing it down into your heart. And I want you to just be in this space for a second. Notice, is it constricted or is it vast? 
And like yesterday, I want you to set one intention for today. Maybe that it is that you are aware at all costs, or maybe it is just that you observe without judgment, or when you notice that you're judging, you practice self-compassion with yourself, understanding that just the ability of being aware that it's happening is more than most. So let that intention unfold in your heart. Don't overthink it. Your intuition is typically first in line, giving you what you need. And then take a nice deep breath in and exhale out any attachment to perfection of outcome. And then just start to evoke your favorite breathing principle from yesterday. If you weren't with us yesterday, I invite you to just observe the breath as you breathe in to the count of four. Hold to the count of four, observing what it feels like to hold the breath. And then exhale to the count of four. and hold to a count of four, just observing what it feels like to be empty of breath. And then again, two more cycles on your own, inhaling. Holding. Exhaling. Holding. One more time. However, so gently start to move your awareness from your heart center down the torso, into the hips. Let it break off into two and come all the way down to the tips of your toes. And just cast your awareness on your toes. Maybe you even wiggle them. And silently to yourself say, I witness and accept my toes. I witness and accept my toes. Maybe you feel warmth or tingling. And then gently let your awareness move up into the feet, the arches of the feet, the tops of the feet. And gently repeat silently to yourself, I witness and accept my feet. I witness and accept my feet. Let the awareness move into the heels. 
Gently repeating, I witness and accept my heels. I witness and accept my heels. Moving up into the ankles. I witness and accept my ankles. I witness and accept my ankle. Moving up into the shins, I witness and accept my shins. I witness and accept my shins. Moving around to the back, I witness and accept my calves. I witness and accept my calves. I witness and accept my knees. I witness and accept my knees. I witness and accept the tops of my thighs. I witness and accept the tops of my thighs. I witness and accept the back of my thighs. I witness and accept the back of my thighs. I witness and accept my hips. I witness and accept my hips. I witness and accept my glutes or my bum. I witness and accept my glutes. I witness and accept my reproductive organs. I witness and accept my reproductive organs. I witness and accept my belly. I witness and accept 
my belly. I witness and accept my lower back. I witness and accept my lower back. I witness and accept my mid-back. I witness and accept my mid-back. I witness and accept my heart. I witness and accept my heart. I witness and accept my chest. I witness and accept my chest. I witness and accept my upper back. I witness and accept my upper back. I witness and accept my shoulders. I witness and accept my shoulders. I witness and accept my upper arms. I witness and accept my upper arms. I witness and accept my elbows. I witness and accept my elbows. I witness and accept my forearms. 
I witness and accept my forearms. I witness and accept my wrists. I witness and accept my wrists. I witness and accept my hands. I witness and accept my hands. I witness and accept my fingers. I witness and accept my fingers. I witness and accept my neck. I witness and accept my neck. I witness and accept my throat. I witness and accept my throat. I witness and accept my voice. I witness and accept my voice. I witness and accept my face. I witness and accept my face. I witness and accept my head.
witness and accept my head. I witness and accept my body. I witness and accept my body. I witness and accept my thought. I witness and accept my thought. I witness my body and my thoughts, but I am neither. I am the witness. I am the witness. Just sit for a minute in this place, just witness. you're ready, you can start to deepen the breath. You can wiggle the fingers and the toes. And come back to your physical realm, your body, your environment. But stay with the witness. Stay in this place of unjudgmental observance, this place of pure acceptance for what is reality. If you'd like to join me in sealing your practice with an own, you certainly can. Exhaling and inhaling to prepare. Namaste. Thank you so much. Bringing your energy. You're welcome. You're most welcome. So I hope that the thoughts slowed down, that you were able to differentiate between the me mind that is always going and thinking, which is totally normal, and the witness. And the more that you touch that place of witness, the more capable you are of sitting in that place 
within yourself, no matter what is happening, no matter how much you want to yum yuck it, make it bad or good, you know, terrifying or sucky or elated that you can just be with whatever is happening. Cause that is the essence to, I think living in harmony with ourselves, especially in these difficult times. And I think that it is the essence of getting through, um, really any challenge, but certainly can add some more depth and understanding to a fertility challenge and help you to grow exponentially out of it rather than just suffer through it until you get what you want. So these will be available in the classroom area. Um, and then I will see you tomorrow, same place, same time. Thank you. So there you have it. That was day two of our meditation challenge. I do hope that if you're listening in real time, you'll consider joining us live by heading over to ladypotions.com and clicking the picture for the sign up. You can also head over to Instagram at ladypotions4u, that's the number four and the letter U, and click the link in the bio to join us each morning at 9 a.m. Eastern via Zoom. <laughs>